welcome to Coming Up Roses. I'm Kevin. And I'm Kelly. And today is Saturday, June 11th, 2022. This is episode 65. Yeah. Yes. You may notice something a little different. <laughs> I, I don't, you know, you might think, well, this looks a little different. I don't quite put it together. Uh, we are not in the same room. We're still in the same house, thank God, but we're not in the same room. I am currently um, dealing with the remnants of COVID. Yeah. And I came out of isolation today, thank God. Um, but in order for me to be around anybody, I have to be masked and just didn't want to do that. So we're going to try it this way so that I don't have to be masked. You know, um, yeah, it's been a week. <laughs> it's been a tough week. That's what it has. Um, I will start off by saying, um, the effects of COVID that we have felt, um, in the past week have been minuscule in comparison to what so many people have gone through. So I don't want to sound like I'm complaining over minor things because in the grand scheme of things, it was minor. Um, but in our little world, it just kind of threw everything. Yeah. Down. Poor Taylor. No, she's, so, in there she's in there with me. Yeah. <laughs> She's, she's trying to taunt me with a piece of something, but I don't have anything to trade for. So yeah. um, last Sunday, or I guess Saturday, we did our podcast together. Sunday, I just started feeling um, not bad, but just a little bit of a sore throat and a headache. And that progressively just stuck with me throughout the day. And um I took a COVID test on Sunday night and it was negative. And then <laughs> Tilly just had to jump up on the bed and just start digging because God forbid she lay quietly through it. Tilly, sit down, sit down, whatever. Um, when I got up Monday morning, I really didn't feel any better. And I wasn't feeling like horribly sick, but just like I had a head cold coming on and decided to stay home from school Monday and tested again Monday evening and tested positive. So thank God I didn't just push through and go to work on Monday because Lord knows who I would have exposed all of my people there. But um, that started the week of just being isolated in this room without any contact with anybody. Yeah. Um, which was nice for about a day. And then I was just like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah, because you, know, you were bored as hell. Bored. And like we have a TV and I, you know, I was getting a lot of schoolwork done. I will say that I finished um, report cards and did our supply order and, you know, like got a lot of that kind of stuff done. Um, but we don't have the hu this huge bedroom. So there's not like, other than the bed, there's really just nowhere to sit. Um, and just being in bed for five days is crazy. Um, and I was not comfortable 
coming out at all because I don't want mom and dad to get it. Everybody, thankfully, um, up until we'll the positive, yeah, or test the negative, test everybody negative else in the house. Um, so I want to keep it that way. <sighs> Poor Kevin. I, I feel like Kevin was more distraught about it than even I was. Well, I mean, it's just like, you know, this, I don't know. I, I like having you in the room. I always like having you in the room. Or like if we wanted to, you know, you're in the house, but we can't go take our drive or, or you know, that kind of thing. Uh, um, you know, all this stuff that, that, you know, when you're home that we could do, we can't do because you're locked in the room, you know, that sort of thing. Yeah. And then I was contending with getting the pool open, which thank God that's, open our water's still a little too cool to just dive in but it was it's getting better um that was that was a that was a bit of work well normally Um, dad was the one to open that now that you know you're trying to take that role on a little bit more it's just and as you'll find out as we talk (laughs) nothing that we do ever runs smoothly around here so um Everything is met with challenges and obstacles, but you did it. The pool looks good. Yeah, pool does look really good. Um, I'd like to get in if it's warm enough in the coming days. Yeah, um, I think when I got in to do the vacuum, it it it, it uh, was cold the first time I got in it, and then I quickly got to where I was like, okay, this is good, and then I'm just vacuuming away. Yeah, the, we got a cool uh, shark vacuum. Uh, where'd you get it from? Uh, new, was it sharper image or something? Yeah, sharper image. Yeah. It's literally a vacuum cleaner for underwater. Yeah, uh, you don't have to hook it up to hoses. You don't have to. It doesn't run through the filter. It's fantastic. Yeah, it's rechargeable, battery operated. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that does help. Mm-hmm. I I think it's just you know you having to sleep in the guest room and. Which isn't the bed itself isn't horrible. It's just, you know. Yeah. Hey, I know you got your new She-Hulk shirt on. Yeah, my Marvel shirt of the month. It's not my, uh, honestly, it's not my favorite one. Uh, I don't like wearing white. Yeah, that's a big problem. I like She-Hulk, but this particular uh, outfit, I would rather her in her Fantastic Four outfit or any of the other costumes. This is just, I don't know, it doesn't do it for me. Not for you. Yeah, but it's thick material though. It doesn't look like it's yeah. a white see-through. Yeah, or you're not gonna go into any white t-shirt contest with that on. <laughs> um, I'll give it to. Uh, well, you can have it if you want. You can no. I don't wear white. I'll give, I'll give it to Tabitha. She can wear it as a dress. <laughs> uh, that's true. She probably could put a cute belt on it. And... There you go. So. Anyway, um, my symptoms of COVID were mild. Mm -hmm. I just felt like I had a head cold. Um, uh, Was it Wednesday? I did a virtual visit with the doctor to get some. Was that Wednesday? My days are all running together. Yeah, it was Wednesday. Whatever day it was, Wednesday or Thursday. They put me on one of those medicines that they can, as long as you get it in the first five days, 
which reminds me I have to take it and it's in the other room. Um, so I started taking that. It's like four pills twice a day. I was a little bit hesitant about taking it. Um, because they're like, just so you know, this is emergency use only. It's not got full FDA. I'm like, well, neither was any of the vaccines that I shot into me. So I was just worried about it because I could feel it. Like it started in my head and I could just feel it like a typical cold does for me all the time. It just works its way down. And I didn't want it to get settled in my chest. Um, Cause you know, I started worrying like, Oh, that's when people, and, and I'm laying here on, you know, and not moving and mm-hmm. I don't want to get pneumonia and, you know, all this kind of, so I never ran a fever higher than 99.5, which isn't really even a fever. Um, you did have that one night where you sweat a lot. Oh, I mean, three nights. Yeah. Where I, I woke up one night, Tilly woke me up in the middle of the night. And I, when I turned the lights on in the room, like the, sh- the bed sheets were like soaked. I was like, holy crap. Just, and I've lost five pounds since Monday. Um, for the COVID what, diet. Yeah. Yeah. I just didn't have access to food because I was stuck back here and was not about to make trips to the kitchen past my parents. Um, so I was just kind of back here at the whim of whenever somebody wanted to throw a hamburger or something in the room to me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you were relegated to my work schedule. So, I mean, mom was like, would have brought me anything I needed, but honestly just wasn't hungry. Um, yeah. So watched a lot of Dr. Phil, a lot of jokers. I did not watch a ton of television, but I was on my iPad and on my computer a lot. My eyes are sore. Um, and I slept a lot, which is probably what I needed to do. Yeah. Friday was the day I woke up Friday and I was like, oh my gosh, I feel a hundred percent better. Um, I have a cough, but it's not a persistent cough. Like I'll get a tickle in my throat and I'll cough for a couple minutes and then I could go hours without coughing. Um, I felt really good Friday yesterday. No, today's Saturday, right? um, today was my first day I was allowed to come out of isolation Um, but I have to stay masked through Wednesday which sucks it sucks I forgot how bad the masks suck Uh, spent a little time out watching Kevin this morning on the deck the grand production that was (laughs) so my mother-in-law decided she wanted a new gate for the there's a little stairway that leads up to the pool and yeah the gate was pretty ragged we need to get rid of the bunnies out of the pool because we've had Mm -hmm. and they get past the gate anyway and they're still going to get past this gate because it's you know we're not doing anything to the side of the the railway so bunny wants to commit suicide he's going to commit suicide either way that's neither here nor there it's like a shade though it's like a, a window shade but it pulls sideways and I had such trouble. We got these, uh, the posts and everything, they're not wood, the tracks. So they're a little bit more difficult to work with. And I just could not get the screw in there. I did a guide uh, uh, hole and everything, and it just wasn't working out. Uh, I think it was the, the plastic itself that they make the thing, the bracket with was pretty flimsy. That made it difficult as well. 
Well, I think the angle that you were trying to screw them into the beam at, because you were bending over to do the ones at the bottom. Mm-hmm. Um, anytime you're bending over and trying to screw something in, it's more difficult. That's why I was like, if you just sat down on the deck and you were level with it, it probably would have been a little easier. Maybe. But um, well, the electric screwdriver was the other issue is because it kept stripping the uh, the heads. So yeah. um, we worked on it. Well, I can't say we. Kevin worked on it for a couple hours. And finally, I'm like, just give it up until tomorrow. Like, uh, we're back at it. We'll try again tomorrow. It is a real pain in the ass. Is what it is. Yeah. But, oh, well. But know, what are you going to do? There's nothing you can do. You got to get it done. Got to get it done. So, but that was a folly of like, I need, you get started and you're like, oh, I need this. You have to get up and go find that. Then you come back and you're like, oh, I really, I need this. And you have to go find that. And then you have to bring this tool out. Then you have to bring that tool out. It was just like, oh my God. You know, the actual process of putting it up would probably take 10 minutes. Like it seemed so easy. Um, But everything just was like kicking, kicking your butt the whole time. Well, because it's the the material of the porch, which I love. It's track. It's called tracks made out of like a like a, a dense resin. It's tracks. Tracks or whatever it is. Uh, it's made out of like a real dense resin. Um, so, and aside from it getting real hot when the sun's out, it's great. It's sturdy. I mean, I, you guys had it on in the back uh, deck for at least fifteen years, and it's yeah held up extremely well yeah so So we'll see how well it holds up to this new um gate screen thing that we're putting on it yeah um and then uh just buy another one like we had before that we could have just clipped into the little rings that were already there yeah well because your mom and what i do today i went out to the front porch and there was what uh, eight different things on the porch she's gonna watch this she's gonna kick my ass later but she's got a she got a problem (laughs) she got a real problem that's what kevin came in with like all these packages like somebody has a big problem (laughs) (laughs) there was like a a big box i don't even know it was an ass it's father's day and your father's uh birthday father's day dad's birthday are all coming um so (laughs) anyway what if it gets flag day Flag Day's Tuesday. Yeah. Got to think of something to do with the kids on Flag Day. Maybe let them design their own flags or something. That was cool, too. You Zoomed with the kids. That was cool for you. I did, yeah. Um, that was the other thing. So I had to be out of work for five days, and poor Robin. <laughs> I felt so bad because we Friday was field day, and we had this pizza party planned, and um, she was a couple of days without an assistant at all. There was no sub to work with her. And, um, you know, our class is a handful on a good day. Mm-hmm. They're a handful. There's a lot of, um, a lot of needs in that room to be met. And, yeah. you know, I, I just felt terrible that I couldn't be there. 
but she brought me some um, get well soon cards that the kids made. One of them was really funny. It said, um, let me see if I can find it. Hang on. Um, yeah, this one right here. Yeah, I don't know if this is going to look backwards. I'm not sure how this is going to work out, but it says no teacher is better than you. And then when you open it up on the inside, it says, uh, well, Mrs. Wilkerson is too. <laughs> Which I thought was really cute. Mm -hmm. um, and then Friday after their field day, I zoomed in um, and they were so excited. I was like, oh, they look so sweet on camera. <laughs> um, but yeah, they had a good time. I will be happy to get back with them this last week of school. Yeah. Yeah. So much to do to get the room ready. And, and then next week uh, we're going to rent a pickup truck uh, because we're going to go hardcore in the garage. Yeah. Uh, tossing Hope stuff. Hope it doesn't rain on Saturday. Uh, we didn't even check the weather. <laughs> Probably should have done that, huh? Yeah. Well, ask uh, the old. Uh, Let's see. No, I'm not asking her. Hold on. What that bitch? This is um stuff we should have thought to do before we rented the vehicle. Yeah. I'm trying to be proactive. I have them all my weather apps entitled in a group called News because it's the only kind of news I want to hear on my phone. Uh, let's see. Where is the seven-day forecast? Well, it doesn't go through to next Saturday, but Friday, 55% chance of thunderstorms. It's going to be 89 degrees. Well, yeah. Hopefully that won't, like, those storms will be in the afternoon. Yeah. Um, as it gets closer, we'll have to make a decision. But because once we, yeah, we're going to back this pickup truck into the driveway and just go through stuff. And if it's, I'm going to get Mike to pull because Mike's got to work, but I'm going to get him to pull the machine out and put it in the backyard. And I'm going to pull the jazzy out and I'm going to pull the, the other stuff. So there's room right there at the gate. Good idea. It's going to start tossing. Yeah. If we get the two tables cleared off and if we get the, uh, back wall well, in the middle that do we just don't know what it is right that stuff in the middle if we're not using it, it, it it's not something that we oh i remember this thing well that it's going to the dump throwing a truck to the dump or to the donation center so one or the other yeah um and then the stuff in that back that back um guard whatever that is only request i have for mike is not to throw away his comic books he's got a bunch of comic books and a and a tote which I wouldn't do that anyway. I'm not. That's not up in the attic. That's down in the garage. You couldn't get it up in the attic. Too heavy. Um, probably more about there just being so much stuff up in the attic. And you know how he is. He just stuffs it right there. To... <laughs> Don't say that because that'll be the next project. Oh, I'm sure he's already said it out loud in front of mom. So that'll be a project. But not until probably after we get back from Hatteras. Because I say we don't do that until the fall when it's not so hot. Yeah, that's true too. Because we're going to be, we do the garage next week. We got to that, we're in Hatteras. 
the week after that is uh, the first week in July, and we've got, I think um, that's when Tilly's going to. Well, I say we celebrate the 4th of July that weekend because you have to work on the 4th of July. Yeah, yeah. And we got Tilly's um, vet appointment that first Saturday after the 1st, 4th, whatever that day, uh, whatever that day is. What's she doing? She jumped on the bed. We stripped the bed because we're washing the sheets and whatever. There's some folded shirts of mine. And she just lays right down on the folded shirts. She's got the entire king size bed to lay on. But she's got to get her her stank on mommy. She's sleeping. Mm-hmm. She's a sweet girl. She hasn't slept in here all week, so she's soaking mm-hmm. up the comfy bed while she can. Yeah. When we're done recording, I'll get the the stuff out of the dryer. Yeah. So. Um, but all that exciting housework shit you guys tune in every week for. <laughs> yeah. So next week is our last week of school. Kevin's birthday is on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. And Cash I out. Dollar sign K roast VA. <laughs> have a steak dinner and it's, you know, steak's expensive these days. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we, uh, you start a GoFundMe for uh, a Get a tank of gas. Oh my God, don't even. I'm already like, when we get to Hatteras, we're staying because I don't want to be. Well, gas, yeah, we're definitely going to have to fill up. I imagine gas on Hatteras is even more on a, on a good day. Yeah, because everything down there gets expensive because it's got to cross the bridge. So we'll definitely need to make sure we get gas before we get even into Nags Head. So whatever gas station is right there before. Yeah, I'm sure the price of that gas station will be outrageous also. Yeah. We'll get some before we leave Virginia. And then we're not going to drive four hours or whatever. So it's not going to be. I mean, it's not not a make or break our trip kind of expense. but It's an expense nonetheless. And it just keeps creeping higher and higher and higher. Yeah. Well, because they keep spending money, money, money. Has it $5 here yet? I don't know. I haven't been out. Nationwide, the average is $5. We tend to go a little lower, but it won't be long before we hit the $5. So, and they'll, they've got the, um, well, it's just going to continue on because they're still spending money and they're still printing money. So as long as they're still still doing that, it's just going to keep happening. And if one more person sells uh, suggest that if you want to beat the price of gas, buy an electric car. I'm going to scream. Cheapest one is $40,000. That's the strip down model. So, your average citizen, your you know, single mom, or you know, your run of the mill, lower economic, can't afford to buy an electric car. No. And then even if you do buy an electric car, you still have to charge it. So I don't know, like, where is that electricity coming from? And you still have to pay for that. Plus, those batteries they're using in those cars, the lithium mines, you're still, I don't see, still, I don't see how that's helpful to the environment. Um, So either way, I mean, we're just creating a problem now that 20 years from now, what's going to happen to all these batteries? Where are they going to go? If they were serious about, you know, doing energy for that's cleaner, 
then the only real answer is nuclear. And they should be building nuclear power plants all over the place. It's cheap, relatively cheap. It's safe. It's extremely safe. All these horror stories are just that they're stories. And uh, it's the most efficient, most uh, 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 clean of all of the uh, power sources, including wind and solar. Wind and solar, the wind stops blowing. Uh, the sun gets blotted out by clouds. So, Speaking of solar, we had um, some people knock on the door trying yeah. to sell solar panels for the roof. One of our neighbors is getting them installed. Yeah. And I don't know. I mean, they tell you it's no money out of pocket, which just means you're There's paying no way. down the road. You're not going to get, they're not going to put them on your roof for free. And then suddenly you don't have an electric bill anymore. But one of the things the guy said, because they came to the door and I was listening through ring doorbell because <laughs> um, I heard mom talking and I was like, I wonder who that is. So I was watching and then mom came in the house to get something. And I was just waiting for them to start talking to each other about how they were going to, you know, we're going to fleece this old lady. Yeah. And they didn't, I mean, they stood and said not a single word. So they must have realized they were, could have been being watched on there, but, um, and I'm not saying that they're scamming anybody. I'm, I'm not saying that, but the battery, I mean, you put the solar panels on your house, mm -hmm. which you eventually do have to pay for. And then they said something about there's only a certain percentage of people allowed to have them. Like the power company can set the limit on how many people are allowed to use solar power, mm -hmm. which makes me think like, well, then solar power is just in the pocket of these big electric companies because they can buy the electricity from you, like you, what you're reserving or what you're storing. But then don't you have to have the battery storage to store all that reserve energy? And how much does that cost? And then what's the cost of it when those have to be maintained or replaced? How much are you really saving in the long run? Right. Um, plus, I mean, we have storms here, bad ones. And I don't know. I mean, is that something else that you have to worry about damaging your roof and yeah, because what kind of warranty does it have? Yeah. You know, if there's a storm and there's, you know, a, a thousand houses in the area that now have damaged cells. And then I was reading something about Florida, like all these states that get a lot of sun, you know, they're sunny most of the year round or whatever, have limits on the number of people that it, it just makes me think that there's more politics at play even there. Everybody oh, yeah. is setting up these regulations. The reason why companies don't want to be run out of business. Right. Well, the, someone the, is setting these are arbitrary. It feels, I mean, and I don't know. I'm just talking off the top of my well, head. You got to figure that companies like Dominion, they're, they're basically a, a, um, a state protected monopoly on power. And when they start doing the solar stuff, they have to say, well, yeah, we're doing this for the environment. And Dominion has got a lot invested in those things as well. But in the long run, their sugar is the, the, uh, the, the power coming through the line. And they know that they can, they, you know, they've got their guys on the hook in, on the, in uh, Richmond that say, yeah, well, you're only going to let so many people do this because we're not going to lose any money on this. 
Well, here it says the estimated savings over 20 years after a solar purchase is $3,000. So, I mean, $3,000, but not over 20 years. Yeah. If you could save $3,000 in the first few years off your energy bill, that'd be great. Yeah. But over 20 years, you're probably not even going to stay in your home that long. Most, don't stay in homes that long. No. So I just, I don't know. I like the idea of, you know, putting them, not having to depend on the power company. <laughs> do, do we ever record a podcast where somebody doesn't go out the front door? <laughs> Tilly, please be quiet. It's okay, boo. Jesus to tell me that someone just went out the front door, even though I could hear it and our chime oil. By the way, the battery on the ring doorbell needs to be charged. Well, I'll start charging. I'm that. Add that to the to-do list. Well, that's an easy one because that's right in here. So charge it, and then tomorrow I'll put it on. What are you hoping to get for your birthday? Um, see, this is one of those things. This is where I, I kind of channel my mom because I don't need anything. Um. You know, I was saying that, you know, something for us to take to the beach for shade when we're, you know, on the beach or whatever, that'd be nice. Uh, what was the other thing? Um, How much time do you uh, think we're going to spend on the beach when we go down there? Probably not a whole bunch because we, you're, we've got, you know, better off at the pool, but still. Uh, Plus, this Irish girl burns. I don't tan. Yeah, that's I true. I burn. Too. So I either have to slather with suntan lotion or uh, stay out of the sun, which mm -hmm. I tend to just stay out of the sun because I also have really fair eyes. Mm -hmm. And if I'm in the sun for any length of time, like I will get a headache. Even this morning when we were on the deck with sunglasses on, um, after about a half an hour, my head just started, you know. I'm, I just, I'm not good in the sunlight. I'm like a vampire. <laughs> but uh, uh, I guess uh, I'm pretty sure that somebody's going to give me a, a cancer hat because everybody was on that kick. And you don't have a lot of hair up there to protect your scalp. Through that, through that. I used to wear uh, hats a lot and then I got out of it. And well, I found I this. Know where all my hats are. I don't know who this belongs to. I don't know either. But I found this one in here. Mm -hmm. The doofy looking hat. The bill is all crooked on it. Mm -hmm. And then I don't know who this one belongs to. <laughs> this is Grandpa Logan. Yeah. I wonder. So I have a feeling. Well, this hat's mine. But um, I have a feeling these belong to dad. So we got in our stuff somehow. <laughs> I need one of those big hats with the, you know, like a big sun hat. Okay. Well, we can, uh, when we're on our way down, we'll stop and get some. Well, I just have a big head. Hats don't really fit me. Just like every other part of my body, my head, I guess, is proportional. <laughs> but I have, um, I was one up to 25 pounds. Because mm -hmm. I, I was down at 22, and then I gained a couple over last weekend because I was eating not very well. <coughs> Excuse me. And then um, 
I lost that plus three more this week. Oh. Um, but I've lost four inches around my waist and two inches around my hips. So that's not bad. Which reminds me, I should probably try on that bathing suit before we. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cause you might need to go smaller. That won't be the case. Um, so you're just hoping for a cancer hat. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I got, you know, the Marvel shirt coming every month. So, I mean, I'm good for that. I guess, um, I don't know. I can't think of anything that I need and or want, you know, yeah. I'm, kind of wanna, I, I, I'm just, a, I guess, too simple. Hmm. Got my grill. So. I'm starting to worry how we're going to get all of our uh, stuff for the vacation into our car. We'll drop the seats. Yeah. I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure we'll get it all in. I, I'm pretty sure we can. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, um, I don't know. I didn't, I didn't have a chance to look up any good news. Yeah. Well, I think we've talked about our news enough. Let's just drop into some therapy. Sure. Now, because we're in different rooms, I'm just going to read 10 and we're both going to answer. That's how it's going to work. How soon after a relationship ends, do you get rid of mementos? I mean, that depends on the, yeah, I mean, uh, you the have quality to, of the relationship. Yeah. Why it ended. Um, I can't think of anything I've kept from prior relationships. That's not true. Uh, uh, one of my, uh, a girl gave me a key ring that I still carry. I mean, I had like letters and little, you know, things here and there. Don't show me on your key ring. I don't need to know which one some girl gave you. That you've been carrying on your keys for 15 years without telling me ever telling well, me. Well, it was. Well, it's been a lot longer than 15 years, but it was just, I like the keychain. It's not because of her. I mean, who carries a keychain for that long? It's because of the, what's, it was a, here, I'm, I'm going to show it. Because this, the leather strap. Oh, okay. Yeah. We were at like uh, um, an art fair thing. And I saw it, I was like, oh, that's awesome. So she bought it. It had, it had an eagle on it. It's kind of worn down. But I've had this. It's just something I always recognize my keys with it. And it really, literally, it didn't even occur to me that it had anything to do with the girl until we read. I was like, oh, yeah, I did keep that. So. <laughs> um, I had a couple things. I think when you and I got serious, I got rid of a lot of that stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, but like. I don't know. I mean, again, it just depends on how serious of a relationship it was. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like if something, God forbid, should happen and we weren't together anymore, I don't, I don't see myself just dumping everything, you know? I mean, I mean, unless you really ended it in like tremendous blaze of glory then maybe but i don't see that happening no no i'm not that guy i don't know i i am sentimental about things mm -hmm. um, you know but i don't know i guess i do still have some jewelry 
I don't ever wear it, but I still have it. Yeah. Yeah. And there you go. All right. I don't carry it around with me or, you know. <laughs> it's got nothing to do with the girl. It's just something I recognize from my third screen. How would you cope as, how would you cope last on Survivor? Oh, I guess the, the show Survivor. Yeah. I would okay. suck on Survivor. How would you cope? Yeah, that's what it said. How would you cope last on Survivor? Oh, slash last. Gotcha. Yeah. I wouldn't. I wouldn't take the plane ride to get out to the island on Survivor. So <laughs> that whole jump off this boat, fucking jump. jump off the boat and swim. <laughs> I'd be like, I'm out of here. Uh, no, no, I wouldn't have got on the little freaking 10 seater airplane to get out there in the first place. So no, I am a, I'm a Survivor fan. Yeah. Um, if you if you are planning on going to, on Survivor, though, you best know how to fish uh, with minimal shit. You and best not, know how to make a fire with and without flint. And you have to be uh, okay without food. <laughs> yeah, and you have to, you know, you damn sure better learn to like rice. Unless they have a Starbucks on Fiji, I'm not interested. Yeah. What pushes your buttons? Ooh. I know that. Me. <laughs> Gosh, I, you know what a lot of things push my buttons i i believe that's what it says um repeating myself pushes my buttons what's that here's one thing okay this is an example of one of the things it doesn't really push my buttons but it just it's one of those little things in life when we were logging on to this meeting, we had some technical issues we had to work out. So I left the meeting and then I was trying to get back into the meeting and I didn't have the passcode. So I said, just text, click on this little shield, text me the passcode. You text me the, all the information. Like all I needed was the passcode. But there's a lot of times where you'll do that. You'll be like, can I get you something like, oh, I yeah, can I have some water? And you're like, oh, H2 orange or just water? And I'm like, water. Like if I wanted H2 orange, I would have asked for H2 orange. Like those little things, which is really you just making sure I'm getting what I want. Mm-hmm. But it's like, God, where you, don't you freaking listen? <laughs> I have to repeat it. You're making me repeat it. And that like repeating myself just pushes my buttons. And then sometimes when you repeat an argument, like you have standard lines in an argument. Mm -hmm. And so if we're gun control is one of them, if we're arguing over whether or not um, there should be additional, you know, regulations or whatever, you use the same lines with me every time we talk about it. And it's like, I, I know you've told me that every time. Um, those little things sometimes push my buttons. What pushes you? I, 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 you know, I can only imagine you don't have many buttons. No, but in in life in general, when I see people blaming like capitalism for shit, that's obviously been caused by government interference in the market. That really is like, no, you don't understand. You know, uh, you're, you're, you just don't get how, this actually works, you know, and I try to explain it and I'm not great at explaining shit, but 
Another thing I noticed that bothers you is when people say they have to live their truth. You're like, there's the truth. And then there's whatever you're telling yourself. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) you you can tell yourself anything and you might even believe it, but that's not truth. That is not your truth. That's fucking bullshit. (laughs) That's just your bullshit that you have learned to live with. But it is, in fact, your bullshit. It's not your truth. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I know that bothers you too. Frost my nuts to see hear that. <laughs> when that when, when that chick on Big Brother kept talking about it, I just wanted uh-huh. to strangle that. I chick. think that's when you started hating it so much because yeah. she just kept saying, I just need to live in my truth. But what she was saying was not true. Like Yeah. <laughs> she was literally lying to their faces. And I'm like, that just yeah. frost my nuts, man. That just I mean, I can I can support you being true to yourself that's different. Like yeah. when you're living your life true to who you are. That's it, really different I'm all for it. To me, like living my truth means that you're just ignoring reality yeah. of a situation, you know? And you expect other people to, to, to live in your truth. Just honor that. that you, yeah. No, that's your bullshit. And I'm not living in your bullshit because I re- refuse to live in bullshit. Yeah, sometimes we all need to live in bullshit. You know? I don't know. What's the next question? You can right, moving on. <laughs> that question pushed my buttons. <laughs> to what degree does the daily news affect your mood? To the nth degree? It's all bad news. That's why we started looking for good news to give you guys. And just this week sucked because, you know, we're all separated. What, what kills me about the news is it is very difficult to find any news organization that's not fully tilted one way or the other. Yeah. Like, it really is hard to find just that we're just going to straight tell you the facts without our opinion. And I, I, I understand where you're coming from there, and I agree. Because there's every single one of them has some sort of bias. Now, I will respect them if they admit to their bias. Then it's like, okay. I mean, I, I, I will respect it, but that doesn't mean I like to watch it anymore. No, that's true. Because, I don't know, I, I headline news, like you're just watching someone read headlines. Sometimes I'll get like things pop into my phone, like... And you can just tell by the way the headline is written. I guess that's something I'm going to read or not because the the bias, I want someone to read news without a filter, without a bias in one way or the other. Or like you said, at least recognizing um, my favorite news story of the week actually was the Matthew McConaughey speech he gave at the White House. because he didn't get up there and say, we just need to, you know, break down on gun control or we don't, we just need to break down on mental health. It's, it's not about guns. It's about mental health. It's not about mental health. It's about guns. He was like, it's about all of it. And as a person who supports the second amendment, as he is, he's like, the people in the middle agree on common sense gun safety 
And he was like, even supporters of the Second Amendment are tired of the Second Amendment being hijacked for political purposes Mm -hmm. because of these whack jobs that are out there doing these terrible things. It's a multi-faceted problem that you can't come at it from just one direction. Politicians want to either dismiss guns as the problem and only focus on every, you know, school safety. Uh, if, if the teachers were armed or if there was armed security, this, these things wouldn't happen. But you can't ignore every other factor in the problem. And then you have the other people who want to completely ignore everything except the gun. We just yeah. need to, you know, take these guns away from people. They don't need them. So, I mean, I would really think the vast majority of people are somewhere in the middle on that and probably need to start also being somewhere in the middle on that because you can't in a civilized society just remove access to, I mean, you can't be 12 years old. Where do you draw the line? Uh, A 12 year old can walk in and buy NAR 15 why like for what purpose right you know and and i get that putting a restriction on gun ownership doesn't keep the bad guys from getting guns but it may make it a little harder and if it stops one of these shootings and maybe it's worth it because these little kids just went to school that's all they did that's Mm -hmm. all they did yeah. Listen to that one little girl talk about her teacher was shot in front of her and her friend who was sitting next to her was shot and the guy left and she didn't know if he was going to come back or not. So she took the blood that was all over the floor and she just rubbed all the blood all over her and laid there and pretended like she was dead. I cannot imagine how that child's going to move through that trauma. And we have to do something as a civilized nation to protect our children from that. I agree. You know, and so just ignoring the mental health side or ignoring the gun issue side, it's not getting us anywhere. And I thought Matthew McConaughey did a really good job of saying, it's just time to come to the table and put all that other, stop worrying about being reelected, put all that other bullshit aside And let's really figure out what are some practical things we can do. You know, it's not going to stop every one of these things from happening. Nothing that this country can do is going to put a halt to gun violence. No. Um, You could go door to door rounding up guns and you would still have gun violence. It's Uh it's just not going to happen. So practical, common sense, rational respectful discussion is what we need and that can't seem to happen in washington anymore you know well like i was telling you uh yesterday it's the politicians their first uh, uh, their first concern is to maintain power the second to concern is to gain power and the third concern is a very distant uh you know well this is what the people want they have no interest in fixing problems. It is, against their, it is against their best interest to fix problems. 
there, I, I honestly believe that people go to Washington with the intents of, oh, I'm sure. And it's just such a corrupt system right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the, the one thing that would go towards at least limiting some of that corruption and it's never going to pass and that's term limits. I know. I, you got, that's part of the problem too. That's another issue. Another mm-hmm. thing that they will never come to the table on. Mm-hmm. And you have to ask yourself why. Because these people go in poor and they come out billionaires. Supreme Court judges. Well, I'll tell you what, when you put limits on politicians terms on senators and congressmen, then we can talk about Supreme Court. Like, let's see you do it first. You know? Yeah. Yeah, it. And then that a whole other thing with the guy who, you know, went to Kavanaugh's house fully intending to murder him. Mm-hmm. And I hear people in the media go, oh, no, well, they don't need extra security. They don't, you know, well, poor Kavanaugh had a little scare. Did he have a little scare? If that had happened to Ruth Bader Ginsburg, this country would have like, yeah. Just because it's a politician or a judge that you don't personally agree with doesn't make it okay for those things to happen. Of course not. As children who could be afraid now to be in their own home, how is that any different from being afraid to go to school because somebody might rush into your school and shoot you? Yeah. We cannot just continue to let this crap happen. You know, you have to step in and protect the people you don't agree with just as much as the ones you do. There you go. I was happy to see McConaughey actually hit the middle road. I'm like, finally, someone <laughs> speaking from the center. And, and there were moments in his speech where I was like, there's the Matthew McConaughey. He got the little tone in there, you know, like, I don't think it's going to be long. You think you're going to see him running for? I think he's going to run for an office before he's done. Because he's starting to get older and the acting, he's probably not really enjoying as much as he used to. He doesn't even need to act anymore. No, he's got money. I mean, dude's got money. He seems happy to live a simple life. You know, I just, I don't know. I was impressed with him. I thought it took a lot of guts to stand in Washington and call some of the politicians out the way he did. Mm-hmm. You know, it wasn't just, oh, I'm, a, I'm a celebrity. I'm going to get up here and talk about banning weapons, you know? So, I don't know. I thought that I was pretty impressed with that. How did we even get on this topic? I don't know. We were. The question was, uh, what what degree does the Daily News affect your mood? There you go. <laughs> Quite a bit. <laughs> All right. Next, we have what lie do you keep telling yourself? <laughs> wow, that's a good one. What lie do you keep telling yourself? No, I mean, I tend to be a pretty honest guy. Um, I guess, uh, I don't know, I can make it. No. <laughs> um, I don't know. I love my job. I love my job. I love yeah, it. probably that. You know, even though they did kind of hit me in the face this week. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. <sighs> Especially when they they tell you, oh, you're above the top end of the new pay scale. So no more raises for you. 
Yeah. Uh, we'll give you a bonus uh, in lieu of a raise. So you're going to give me a lump sum that gets taxed at a higher rate? Appreciate that. Could Thanks, you take Parker. that lump sum and like break it up over 24 payments a year? Uh, yeah, if you could just break that up per hour, that would be great. <laughs> Why don't you do that? <laughs> Who in your family most needs to be in therapy? <laughs> oh my God. Uh, don't yeah, we're not, we're not going to do that one on a podcast. I mean, I honestly do truly believe that everybody can benefit from therapy. Yeah, I guess. Um, I am certain I could benefit from therapy. Mm. Um, you know, I don't know. So I've um, never been to therapy, so I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I guess it would just depend on the kind of therapy you're in and Maybe massage therapy. Oh. <laughs> Hydrotherapy. <laughs> Hydrotherapy, yeah. Do you tend to hide or to show your emotions? Now, for me, I don't know about hiding. It's just that I'm not an overly emotional person, I think. So it's just because I, I, I kind of tend to get into, like, all right, what, what's the, the – what's – the ins and outs of things what's the what's the uh the facts of the case or whatever and i try not to get you know emotion to guide my uh decisions so as I a general do. rule yeah you're a pretty even keeled guy mm -hmm. you um you are very good at um regulating your emotions i can tell when you're frustrated i saw it today quite a few times yeah. Just kind of close your eyes and put your head back. <laughs> hmm. uh, yeah, that's a strategy that we teach kids to do. Um, I, it depends on where I am. Like at work, I'm really good most of the time. Um, I do know, I know that I wear my frustration on my face a lot. Like I will go, you know, or a heavy sigh or whatever. I am at home though, much quicker to like, I have a quicker temper. Um, I get frustrated or I run out of patience quickly, but I tend to also get over it quickly. Yeah. Um, and then I usually apologize if I felt like I was out of line. <laughs> um, I don't know. Out of the two of us, I would say I'm probably the more emotional one. Yeah, I'd say so. <laughs> I cry at movies and I cried at the Matthew. I Matthew love that, by the way. That is one of my favorite things when you do that. Yeah, I know. You always look at me and you go, you're so cute. I'm like, shut up. When I was crying at The Walking Dead or whatever. <laughs> when the tiger died. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was great. All right. Do you need to be more optimistic or realistic? that's a good question that's a good question um you are pretty a healthy balance somewhere hmm? you are pretty optimistic i try to be i try to be i i don't like come up with star in the sky you know rose colored glasses optimism 
I try to look at the, a situation and I think about, okay, this is the situation, but I try to find a, a, a optimistic point in it to focus on just because, you know, if you're not, you're just going to be miserable in whatever the situation is. Yeah. I mean, you're generally like everything will work out. Everything will be fine. It, I am not always optimistic. That's you get from your dad. I'm not as bad as that. On everything. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm optimistic about things when they're far away. And as they get closer, I get more and more like, <laughs> yeah, this shit ain't going to work. Um, but that again, that goes to my personality, my antisocial personality. That literally happened earlier in, the, in this podcast. You're like, uh, you know, you've been fine. Well, we'll just pack this, pack this. And now you're like, I don't think we're going to get all this shit in the car. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty much, that's pretty much, yeah, what happens. That's great. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, you know oh yeah let's we'll do that that'll be fun like oh let's take the ferry to Ocracoke and then I'm already like backing out of that one like oh, I don't know if I want to spend the whole day the ferry's like an hour and a half and then what is there to do really in Ocracoke like are we just gonna be you know like but that's my you know introverted self mm-hmm. that I, I walk the line when I think about vacations, I'm like, oh, it would be fun to like go and do this and go and do that. And then the real me is like, oh, I just want to sit by the water and read a book. You know, like <laughs> I really, I don't need to be going and doing a ton of stuff. So, I mean, that's just my introverted self. We met with your family. We did a Zoom call with Kevin's family to talk about plans. Um for like food and stuff and yeah so it's like okay there's gonna be a lot going on and I hope that I mean I I know your family probably already realizes that I'm pretty introverted I'm not like super social I don't want people to feel offended if I'm you know they won't be they won't be I mean it's it's still you know Cause I just, when I'm around a lot of people and there's a lot going on, I reach a point where it's just, and it happens with my own family. It happens with my friends. I just, I just hit a point where I'm like, okay, I need to like, I've reached my limit and it's just, it's just me. It's my inability to like, just relax through things, Mm -hmm. you know? And I've always been that way, always been that way. So I just hope that nobody is like, God, she's just antisocial. She doesn't like us. It's not even about, it's not about that at all. Yeah. No one's going to think that. And if they do, fuck. (laughs) No, I don't want anybody to feel like I'm, because like I said, it's, it isn't about that at all. It's just, I'm not, your family is very. Wide open. Yeah. I mean, they. They spend a lot of time together and they're, you know, they, they're very social Mm -hmm. and I'm just not all that social of a person. And so to put me in a social situation anywhere, even with my own family, you know, it's work for me. And then after a while, I just get tired, you know, I got you covered, babe. So I told Kevin, I'm like, I, I just, I don't want to limit what you're doing, 
If you want to go and do, you go, I am perfectly fine to sit on the deck overlooking the water and like chill with a book or sit by the pool. I don't need to be running and going every minute, but if that's what you want to do, I don't want to stop you from doing that either. So we'll be back. I'm going to do my best to hang. <laughs> when you were a kid, did you ever think your parents left you behind? <laughs> no. When I was, um, um, wasn't so much after I was, when I was a kid, but when I was a, uh, um, in my early 20s, my mom and dad borrowed my car to go to Florida. My, my car has been to Disneyland and I've never been. <laughs> <laughs> and there was another trip. It was right Did after I put, uh, to put on the car. Uh, no, they didn't. Thank God. <clears throat> they actually took a rip, which is so weird. They went with him. Because <laughs> he was. Uh, Why didn't you go? Was, Were you working? Yeah, I had to work. So they borrowed my car because it was the the one in the best shape to make that kind of trip. And they took Rick because Rick was uh, Aunt Trace was living in Florida at the time. So they were going to drop him off to to hang with them, so that you know the visit with her and whatnot. So you and I have so many similarities <laughs> because. The first year I was out of high school, whatever, and had a job, my parents took a trip to upstate New York and they went to Canada. They went to Niagara Falls and they did the Maid of the Mist, mom and dad and Jennifer and Michael. And I couldn't go because I had to work. And I'm like, they, that's the only time we ever took a trip out of the country. I have never been out of the country. I got an even better one. I got an even better <laughs> uh, I was working, I was going to school and working at Canon. And I couldn't get off work. And uh, one of my my aunt Teresa's second husband, Richie, had died. Who was you know one of my dad's lifelong friends. Uh, Terry's dad, Mike Michael Princiana's dad, Terry's dad, Rick's dad, uh, and most of the family was going up for the funeral. And I couldn't go. Not only could I not go because I couldn't get out of work. Uh, I had gone to the doctor and they did some tests on me, you know, just a normal thing. And they said, uh, you have an unusually high potassium rate. I'm like, all right, well, what's that? What's that mean? Your heart. They were like, your, your heart could just literally stop. Now we might've fucked up the test. This is the same thing that happened with Jones a while back. We might've fucked up the test. So we're going to take it again. Uh, and we'll let you know over the weekend. So not only did they all abandon me, I'm thinking I could just drop dead. Any second. <laughs> that was a bad weekend. Oh, yeah. One of the few times where I was just like, man, I, 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 I didn't eat any bananas or anything. I was like, you know, what's got potassium in it? Like bananas and, and a couple other fruit. And I'm like, well, I'm just eating steak this weekend. <laughs> Uh, we um we were at our favorite chicken place when I was a kid, Pollard's Chicken. And my sister, whenever we went out to dinner, she would have to go visit the bathroom. And she was she was really, I mean, under ten probably. And she would go in and sing whatever in the bathroom. And while she was in there, we all got up and cleaned our table up and left. <laughs> waited on the sidewalk. So she came out of the bathroom and like we were all gone. She has not forgiven us to this day for that. 
She I did that to Michael that night when we were at that fancy restaurant. We did that to Michael a little bit uh, when we were at your mom and dad's for their anniversary, and that drunk lady was talking to us. That's still one of my favorite moments. This this lady were at uh, were I think Jennifer was there. Uh, we no, were at, I don't think Jen was there. Somebody was there besides us, but we were there. This extremely drunk drunk woman starts talking to us and going on and on and blithering on and on. And finally she goes to the bathroom and then she comes out of the bathroom and comes back to the table and starts blathering on again. And Michael literally throws his utensils down and does this number <laughs> like he's pissed. I was like, that's awesome. <laughs> uh, speaking of somebody with a lot of buttons. Mm. <laughs> All right, last one. Are you a good date? And that is 100% true for you. I don't know. I guess if you say so. Mm. You're a good date because you're willing to like go anywhere I want to go, do anything I want to do. And then when I say, eh, I don't really feel like going anywhere, you're like, all right. <laughs> I am the ultimate accommodator. You are. All right, that's 10. All right, well. Next week's edition will I not well I guess we can do it late on Saturday. We're gonna we got a busy day Saturday. Yeah. Um or Sunday. Yeah, either way. But I will be out of school, have finished my year 23. I'll be a year older. You'll be a year older. Cash up cave rose <laughs> We want that steak dinner. Steak's expensive. <laughs> We might have to settle for bacon BLTs, Kevin. Yeah. <laughs> Arby's has got burgers now. We got to try that. Yeah, Wagyu. The Wagyu, Wagyu beef. <laughs> um, hopefully, we'll be able to be side by side. Yeah. I won't. According to CDC rules, I'll be able to be unmasked around people on Wednesday. Well, Thursday. Um. And I just hope this little cough is gone by then. I'm obviously still testing positive, even though they're like, you don't need to retest yourself because it'd be three months you could test positive. I'm like, well, how do I know I don't have another infection then? Like, if I test myself in two months because I'm feeling bad, how do I know it's a new COVID infection or just still That's probably why people have tested positive several times. Maybe. Anyway, <clears throat> so... All right, well, let's tie a bow on this number 65. What do you say? Right. Yeah, let's do it. Right. Next week, we'll be back together and uh, back together with you guys. Mm -hmm. Bye, everybody. Bye.